it's another exciting episode of manhood a lot was discussed in our last episode we spoke about brotherhood let me do the introductions joel julian media johanse iodk behavioral change consultant and over time i'm going to get it right you know the very specificity of your your title the point is you are the man with the the science um, behind a lot of what we discuss um, here at manhood and i'm really excited to have ken simmons join us ken simmons no stranger to tv or radio um you know welcome uh blaze of course is is absent today um, but he's here with us in spirit here with us in the brotherhood um that we have um here on manhood so one of the things um ken and to our audience that we discussed the last episode was all about brotherhood and that many a time we, we don't see that anymore we don't see um specifically in the caribbean we don't see that brotherhood and, and what we're trying to do is to is to get to that place that place of brotherhood and and um help me guys you know unite yeah mm-hmm. and in a positive way in a positive way yeah. more importantly positive way yeah. so for those we can catch up on 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 that um if not you can actually check out that episode it's, it's a pretty good one but the topic that we want to talk about today piggybacking off of that is toxic masculinity toxic masculinity is is all it's a negative um term yeah. mm-hmm. that that is really based on the behavior the harmful behavior that affects both men and women because in the same way it affects the the, the recipients of that behavior it affects you as well because it's not it's not a positive behavior so how how that it's a ripple effect so you treat someone badly they then feel a particular way about themselves and then they therefore um in a nutshell mm-hmm. you're the man to really you know get down to the science of that but that's my understanding behind toxic masculinity robert is important you saying your understanding of it mm-hmm. because in my research of exactly what is toxic masculinity mm-hmm. there were so many definitions I, I, there was barely any definitions that actually um coincided mm-hmm. so it's really a narrative right right and the problem sometimes with a narrative is, be, is is that it's based on emotion now of course there are things that quote unquote men do that would affect men and women and it may seem at times that only men do it but there's toxic behavior mm-hmm. now sometimes it is more seen in men let's say towards women or even towards each other mm-hmm. and we could have a conversation about it and i think we should because we specifically talking about men's issues absolutely but for me the overarching team there is toxic behavior yeah right yeah. tell me um as as you're saying eh, you want to say toxic masculinity like i don't know if i could specifically define it but for me personally if i am to identify it i'll look at it as behavior that is violence domestic violence um from that aspect because as mm-hmm. you mentioned just now domestic violence is not just a man versus a woman or a man versus a man mm-hmm. but it could be the other way you know so domestic violence from uh, the male side of it um where a man might use his his power or his position mm-hmm. to take advantage uh to take advantage of that mm-hmm. and also um even in a in a space of back in the day you know you would have had bosses who may 
tackle the, um, the, the female staff, mm -hmm. pinch her bottom, or make yeah. them do certain things mm -hmm. because that they are in a position of power. Yeah. So if for me personally, if I'm to define what I believe toxic masculinity is, is a, a man in a position of power using that position mm -hmm. uh, of influence that they may have in a way that uh, disadvantages people around them. And, and it's a term that has, you know, has come up in, in recent times, yeah. right? But we live in a society that seeks to emasculate men right. and, and, and play down men's role in society. Um, hats off to the women who, who do exceptionally well. Mm -hmm. But more and more we're hearing the narrative, of course, men are not taking up their roles and their responsibilities. And of course, we, we in no way condone men using their physical strength or, or, or their position or their voice um, to, to the detriment and the demise of others, right. Uh, right. male or female. Um, but, but again, you know, how, how, how can we distinctly differentiate a, a man being toxic, toxic masculinity? Let's just say so. So there's no place for a man to be, you know, fought with and, and stern and upfront, right? Mm. It, or, or, is it, or is it that any time that, you know, I take a position, you know, and, and make a decision, you know, I'm coming, I'm being deemed as, you know, you're, you're being insensitive mm -hmm. or you're being harsh, you're being hard, right? And, and, and of course, we want to paint, you know, all, all men with, with a broad brush. I think we really need to, to differentiate it, especially in these times where you find that, that the, the masculine energy is, is not as prevalent as it should be, in my point of view. You mentioned masculine energy, and that's definitely a whole topic that we want to discuss in another, you know, another episode of manhood, because right. um, it's it, that in itself is is very is, is a topic I find myself engaging with many people on, right. and for people to understand and how that emasculates men, and how women how women are feeling as a result of giving off that masculine energy. But for purposes of this episode specifically, I, I want us to target toxic behavior with men, as you had mentioned, Johansson, yeah. because that top toxic behavior, and even um, you, Joel, you touched on it just now, um, comes under the subject matter of domestic violence objectification, yeah. which as you quite rightly mentioned, can it, it from a position of, well, domestic violence is domestic violence, right? Yeah. right? right. But in terms of objectification, et cetera, can be subjective, because yes. we, we, we see on many occasions where if someone welcomes that response, or they themselves may be attracted, they themselves at that point it's not might be seen as harassment yeah. or objectification because they're open, they, 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 they're receptive to it. But if they're unwilling or they, they're not attracted to that particular person or not in that space, yeah. then it can be seen at that point as harassment. Either way in a particular workplace, for, for all intents and purposes, it's not acceptable behavior, especially in the present cancel culture yeah. society that we right. that, that we live in. So the, 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 the point I'm really trying to get to, and I know I'm rambling on a bit about it, is the fact that toxic behavior is toxic. Yeah. You know, and, and and the truth is presencing yourself um, in a particular situation or asserting yourself as male and what males do and being masculine is one thing. But if your behavior is not welcomed by that person in terms of the way that you um, present yourself, behave to that person and think, and we, we disguise it in some cases of as a man, you know, as how a man is behave. And you know, you, you demand say, in, in, say sex, 
Right. You demanding that. You know, there's they they're still human at, at the end of it yeah, all. Yeah. I see your hands say watch him and he side there like hmm, well, he coming with a point <laughs> there, you know. Or oh, I'm gonna challenge him on that. Yeah. Um that's what we're here for. Yeah. You know, I, for, for, even if your behavior mightn't be coming from a position of um intent or toxicity, mm-hmm. it's still received as toxic. Yeah. Or or it's still received negatively, which makes it toxic. Yeah. And I'm looking at your hands because I, I know I want, I want clarification on some of the, the ramblings I was just on. Let me go first with what Ken said when you're speaking about emasculation in society. And being assertive could be deemed toxic. Mm-hmm. And that's why I raised the point at first where it's really a, a narrative and sometimes it's a feeling thing versus mm-hmm. there is a clear definition. Yes, right. Now, there's a clear definition of, like we say, toxic behavior or, or let's call it improper behavior. Mm-hmm. Right. Because either way, if a man objectifies a woman or a woman objectifies a man, mm-hmm. there's an issue there. If a man uses his position to mm-hmm. demand something, whether it's sex or yeah. any service, mm-hmm. that's, that's wrong. If a woman does it mm-hmm. the same way, it's, 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 it's yeah. incorrect. And the, the problem sometimes now with buzzwords and narratives is it could use to shut somebody down. Mm-hmm. So if I stand in my position, not even as a man, as a person, mm-hmm. I stand in my position on something, somebody could say, well, you like your own way? Toxic mm-hmm. masculinity. Yes. Yes. Narcissist. Yes. Narcissist. Yes. And, and, and paint everybody with a broad <laughs> brush. Correct. Yeah. And this is yeah. what I'm, So you can easily identify when when a man, we're talking about toxic masculinity, is being abusive, is... is, is taking his power mm. um, beyond where it should go. And it's, it's easy identifiable. Mm-hmm. But when the lines are blurred, as you rightfully said, mm-hmm. uh, we could we could just uh, 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 you know, paint that towards somebody who is expressing mm-hmm. his, his masculine side, masculinity. Mm-hmm. And then now he feels bad now and, and feels yes. like I'm doing something wrong. Yes. But really and truly, you're just exhibiting who you really are. And your intent there, Kenneth, there, there are times in, in my relationship or relationship in, in the past that you you speak a certain way, I have a deep voice, and people like, I don't like how you're talking to me. And in my mind, I'm like, I talk, yeah, I'm talking yeah. calm, I'm, I have no intent, there's no toxicity, yeah. there's no negativity yeah. behind it, but immediately, as you said, this broad brush, the, mm-hmm. the terms, the narrative that is then painted is toxic masculinity. So then yeah. friends are now coming and saying, toxic masculine, yeah. um, you know, that, that's, a, that's a male, like a toxic yeah. male you're dealing with there. Yeah. And then you, it, it changes you because now you become so aware yeah, yeah. and you're now trying to counter that behavior which becomes an unnatural. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you, you begin to question yourself because of of the statistics where um, men are being violent one, one form or the other towards mm-hmm. women. So now you begin to check yourself and doubt yourself. You know, listen, uh, did I do anything wrong? Mm-hmm. You start to question yourself. Just like you, Robert, mm-hmm. I have a deep voice too as well. So sometimes when we're passionate about something, we say, listen, you know, this is what's supposed to be done. And we say, oh, yeah. the, who shouted at me? You know, and yeah. we can appear to be to be to be toxic yes. in, in the eyes yes. of, of who don't understand it. Correct. But it doesn't mean that way. It means that I'm very stern. There's a time to, to laugh and there's a time to have fun. There's a time mm-hmm. to be serious. Mm-hmm. So that's why I said, you know. The, the the behavior some behavioral patterns are easy identifiable but i don't want us to blur the lines mm-hmm. now in referencing this particular discussion i, I read that it, it you know telling a, a young boy telling someone like you know boys will be boys you know in growing up you know in order for you to develop as as a man to be tough you you can't you can't 
you can't baby, you, you can't you, you can't protect or, or totally protect a young boy to the point that, you know, he doesn't understand that, you know, you will fall, but mm -hmm. get back up, mm -hmm. right? You have to allow him to fall. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying to condone the foolishness. You have to steer him in the right direction. But there has to be some sort of toughness that is is groomed into him, directing him in the right way. That said, listen, okay, he will do that. When you were young too, we did stuff that that we had to learn and they were, they corrected us. Mm -hmm. But allow them to be the, the passage of life with, with the proper direction. So, at, at, again, it's all part of... Oh gosh, don't let him do that and do like oh come down from there. Right? And 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 you find now we find that our men growing up now, not sure about themselves, doubting themselves, and even when they speak up in an assertive way, they are deemed toxic and abusive in some cases. And I just I just us in terms of this discussion, I just want us to properly identify mm -hmm. the traits that 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 are toxic. Mm -hmm. And, and those traits that exhibit masculinity. Okay. So when we so 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 basically breaking down the term toxic mm. masculinity. What is toxic? Yeah, yeah, what, yeah. Is, yeah. what is masculinity? Yeah. What is masculinity? Ken, you raise a, a good point mm. there because I was going to ask Robert. Robert said before sometimes when you you're, you're being hit with the term toxic masculinity, mm. you feel bad and you question yourself. My question at that moment was why do you question yourself? And then the point you raised about boys being raised in a way for them to be trained to not be sure of themselves. And you see, that part is important because if a man is sure of himself, and not going, no man would be perfect. No, true. Mm -hmm. Right? But at least being sure of himself, mm -hmm. that's an important factor because, mm -hmm. <clears throat> excuse me, that mitigates narrative. Right. Right? If you know you like to be 30 minutes before any time you're going to something 30 minutes before that's your rule that's that's how mm -hmm. you feel comfortable and you you stick to it if somebody say oh, go you know give me a little flexibility and then eventually well you just like your own way yeah. you, you are a narcissist yeah. you yeah, oh gosh love right? to use that term sorry guys. you you yeah. toxic masculinity but that is your standard yeah right somebody else's standard may be different which is fine but at least you know, at least you're sure of yourself exactly what is your standard. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, I just want to touch on that. So to me, if I'm coming up with a decision or I'm faced with a problem, and I think like most men, you know, sit down and you steward it in your own mind, figure out right, how do I approach this thing? What's my plan of action? This is thing before you actually talk, hmm. before you actually present what you think is the, the plan. And Sometimes I uh, like in past relationships and stuff like that, because I go through this whole thought process of, all right, this is the problem. How, what is the solution that, that I need, or the, what is the solution to this problem? Mm -hmm. And I go through this whole plan in your mind. So then when you come to your partner and say, hey, I think this is what we should do, because you went through plan A, right. plan B, right. plan C, and then they now might respond like, well, they didn't give me the opportunity to give her input mm -hmm. or, or so. How would you define something like that? Because I think like, men, we kind of go through this whole, all right, this is the issue that we're facing. Mm. I know as a man, I ain't going running, running my tail between the legs to, to, to any and everybody to help me. But I want to know how I solve this problem. Listen, listen, here's what's going on. And it's funny you say that, right? Because the thing that, that I believe in my personal opinion that facilitates or, or promotes 
or, or steers a male in the direction to exhibit toxic masculinity is of him not firstly confident within himself. Right. A, feel, a, a feeling that you need to, to hold on and, and to control because you can't let go. Yeah. So the very thing, <laughs> we create our own problems. Mm -hmm. So, so because now we, we have we have babied them, we have not directed them in the right paths for one reason or the other. There was an absence of of a, of a male uh, figure, um, um, a, a true man figure to direct them. Sometimes the, the 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 man or the father was in the home, but he wasn't the proper example. Right. And and we have a distorted view and ideology of of what a man should be then we, we, we seek to form our own opinions and ideas. So now, so as an adult now, we just feel the need to say, listen, we need to take control. I need to take control. So I am going to use my physical strength. I'm going to use my position in, in the corporate space to, to control it because out of that control, I feel vulnerable. I feel stupid. So the very thing that, that, that we are, we, the narrative that we, that, we, that we speak towards our young boys you know, it come back to bite us later down because we don't allow them to be, but guide them, but allow them to be because we have to pass that passage of life. Every young man needs to pass, to pass a particular passage in order for him to learn to gain the experience, right? Uh, we've, all, we've often uh, heard the term, you know, when we try to shelter, not just young boys, but uh, young girls in particular, when we try to shelter them too much, you find when they get the freedom, you know, they, they run amok, they run loose, they run wild. And, you know, the reverse, when, when we try to baby and, and, and try to, to shelter our young boys, we, we rob them of that opportunity of experience to, to fall down from the mango tree, right? To, to, to get a little white man, right? To say, all right, don't worry, that happens. You know, dust yourself off, move on. That, that, is, that, that is the passage of of to to build mental toughness, not just physical, but mental toughness. Again, you know, part of what manhood is supposed to be is to talk about a lot of these topics in further detail. And we touch on it even when we're looking at a specific topic. We touch on little items there. And to me, um, again, those are those are pointers for me that I go, oh, that's another subject, which is when we talk about are we then training them to man up? Are we teaching them almost you know, you shouldn't cry? And are these are these ways that we are showing them to not 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 be human or emotional, um, that that are allowing them later on to have a different perspective, and it's it's a it's a question I'd like to talk about in, in in further detail. But I just want to come back to a point, Ken, if I may, that that Johanse, um spoke about when we talk about the narrative and perspective, and we look at toxic masculinity, and I want to put like I want to keep those two words together. I don't want to separate it because toxic behavior is toxic behavior. But in this particular circumstance, when we look at perception, and you may be a man, what may be deemed a man's man, depends on the environment you are, the upbringing, maybe mm -hmm. the country, the background, the ethnicity. Um, there are many different there are many different reasons for particular behaviors, and someone may be accustomed to the woman should cook, the woman should clean, the woman should raise the kids, and all of these again. I want to make it very clear, it's not a personal opinion, we're here to talk about the particular subject. Right. Those things are now deemed under that umbrella of toxic masculinity. When you exude that type of behavior or have that expectation, that in itself is, you know, ah, but you, 
you know, you know that, that's, the, that's the type of woman you want and you want a submissive woman and all of these different things start to come about and that's where that that term at, at, at least for, for in, in, in my circles that I would have been uh, made aware of that term is because of women the the the, the um, modern day woman presencing themselves in well you know the man the man could stay home and or the woman can go out to work personally, I don't have an issue with that. Mm -hmm. But there are certain things that you come to expect from a woman or the woman that you're with. Not necessarily to cook or clean, but there are other, there are other areas. Mm -hmm. And that, again, we talk about it being subjective, could be seen by a, a, a third party, somebody who looks in, who only has a glimpse, a moment, a peep, then goes, toxic masculinity. Mm -hmm. See, that's the, so, that's so, 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 Robert, you're telling me, right? You're telling me that if, if a man has... An, an idea of of him okay so okay so my lady I want I, I would I would rather a lady um, you know provide food for me take care of the home mm. and I will take care of, of other business right you 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 are telling me that society now will deem that as as to toxic masculinity Be, based on a narrative again it would depend your hands because, because of my personal preference it, it, it no well that See, I'm going again with the emotional response mm -hmm. to it. And so you touched on some good points. So I'll go first with Joel. Joel said before about you sit as a man, you plan, you organize your stuff, and then you come to your wife or your partner, etc. Yeah. And she may say, you know, you leave mouth, right? So cool in that point. Mm -hmm. Then you were talking about, again, you raise the point and you elaborate a little bit on, on um, toughening up boys, giving them the opportunity as, a, as sort of a right of, of passage, right? <laughs> so, one is none of us, and I don't know anybody who had a perfect childhood. So, all of us have some wounds to heal, right. and because of it, and I talk about. So, let's go with men only now. We're not, we're not talking about women. All of us men have some wounds to heal, right. and because of the wounds, sometimes it manifests itself if it is still open as toxic behavior. Which, of mm. course, because we are men. Is now masculinity. So if we didn't get that that toughness, then we may waver, right? We know what we want to do, but then we, we waver about it. If maybe we didn't get our voice heard, right? We come with a plan, and I want my voice heard, and I don't want to don't want to hear yeah. anything else. So it manifests itself in that way, which as as we define is toxic. And mm. because you are a man, right, it becomes toxic masculinity. Mm. And I think. Culturally, let's go with the Caribbean, there are different ways that men and women are raised. Mm -hmm. So if it's something specific to a man and it's, let's say, unhealthy, then it may be redeemed as um, toxic masculinity. So I, I like your point. I gave the caveat at first of the general toxic behavior, mm -hmm. but we're keeping it specific to men and, mm -hmm. and how men are raised culturally and what could cause the toxic masculinity to manifest. Because you said something at the start, which is one way we have identified it subjective, and that you would, even in your research, has seen that there, there's several different understandings of toxic yeah, masculinity. Yeah. So there's not even a, a predefined sort of meaning in Webster or Oxford. It's 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 a term that, that is recently, as with cancel culture, mm -hmm. um, that is that has that's come up. So then how do you identify if if I'm a a guy who's accustomed to a certain um, behavior or a certain type of relationship, and then I go into another relationship, and that person is polar opposite, yeah. right? At that point, I've gone from normal 
regular understanding that's in that environment and now I'm toxic. And so they, so therefore, is there in 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 your um your opinion or or in, in, in your professional opinion, Johansi, a specific guideline or a specific particular trait that someone can identify, you know, we talk about being sure of ourselves, that I could identify that, you know what, this is not good. This is not good for me who right. I want to be as a person. Right. Mm-hmm. This is not good for what I want for my partner, even though, in, in, in as you mentioned, um, Ken, that that person might be open to it, you know, cooking, and they may want to do those yeah, things yeah, for their man. Right, right. But I'm saying to you, if, if I myself want to be a man, and I'm not talking about man by the definition of earning, you know, keeping the household, taking care of business, these type of things. I'm talking about that, that you can look back and feel proud that I, I've accomplished these things. Is there something I need to stay away from as that understanding of toxic masculinity? Yes, it is simple, but not easy, which is ask yourself why. Now, this is something that I do, especially in, in couples, counseling because many times each partner wants something specific from each other but sometimes you you don't even know why Mm -hmm. and then you may have a surface understanding of the why and then you go back and you go back now i say that because let's say i want my wife to cook every day at 12 12 noon why because i want to eat why because that's what my mother did why? Because that's what granny did. If you understand, mm-hmm. yeah, right, right. you're you, being cultured that mm-hmm. way mm-hmm. versus giving it time or, or even space to be flexible with it. Because let's say your, your wife now or your partner, they grew up only cooking once a week. So now is it that you enforce or impose yeah. your mm-hmm. will on that person or you listen to the conversation? So I start in first with the why. Every man, and even going back to Joel's point, where you say you sit you analyze, you yeah. understand before you reach. I think it's important for every man to know why I want something, mm-hmm. why I want to do something. Why is this my preference? And then maybe so you, when you understand you, that. You uh-huh. could still want it. So what you're saying, mm-hmm. you can still want it, but it's the why that's important. Yes. So when you, when you introspect, it can't be from a negative space. So if I want my woman, woman to, if I want that the person I'm with to prepare meals and it's coming from, I just love your cooking, then that's fine but not from a position of you should do it because you're a woman. Right. And, so who, and who even if, that, how, how is that determined? I mean, so you had, as a man, you would have to, to, to ask yourself that, you know, internally. But but again, it, again, it all boils down to if, if, if I'm going to a relationship, if, if it works well for us, who are you on the outside to say it's toxic? As have you an input. It? Yeah, have an input. So rightfully, you say that... that we, a couple here may be going very fine. The woman may not define the man as having to- toxic masculinity traits, but then he goes into somebody else who who does not see the same the way points. that they see, right? So again, it, it's subjective. Yeah. And and what I am, what out of this discussion today, I want us now, especially as men, when when we when we uh, when we are told, hey, you know that 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 is to- toxic masculinity which is a term that is is recent that that we clearly understand and we don't doubt mm-hmm. that we is it that we're really exhibiting those toxic uh, masculinity traits or is it that you're just using that term to just to to, to make me feel bad yeah 
right? So yeah. we, we need to identify that because it's it it will because you know you know with all due respect to all the ladies, not who's looking right now, but there are some ladies who like to use their mouth as their weapon. Mm. So they have a new term. Maybe we use that term as soon as yeah. we say something or do something that they didn't like. Toxic masculinity, mm-hmm. right? And again, we have to be sure, and at all points, that we have to be sure on on in relation to our preference and and. Mm-hmm. But I am not causing you harm and pain. And and what I am doing here is is not a toxic behavior, but also it's, it's a preference. And don't make me feel bad of something that 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 is that is natural because I am not imposing my will onto you. You you said you said something there that that we come back full circle to part of the meaning in terms of the research that I did, the understanding of toxic masculinity, which one one of those things would be that it's a it's a behavior that causes harm or injury, mm. right? So if we're looking at that, and I know there are many different um, interpretations of toxic masculinity, but if we use your point, Ken, if if the if the if it's one thing that a third party is looking at a relationship and saying that person is ex- exuding toxic masculinity, right? But if the person themselves is feeling that way, then there is toxicity. Because, say for example, if I am on a, on a going out mm-hmm. and a conversation comes up and the person I'm with interjects or is laughing at me as well, so you're laughing with everyone who may be laughing at you, who may be insulted, then I might be um, going, when I say I, we're just using that for reference right. as, a, as, a, as a topic. Right? Disclaimer. Um, <laughs> disclaimer. Yeah? So we're saying that you're, you're out and the, and the person, you in the car on the way home, you are now upset. Or you're saying, don't ever do that again. You're disrespecting me. Right? So you feel disrespected by the fact that she was part and parcel of what may be seen, may be seen as initially tongue and cheek, bit of a, a bit of you know boys talk, but then your woman itself laughing, and it depends on the topic as well. Because if the topic was something that is a little deeper, yeah. um, or, or might touch a nerve that they might know of, but but your your partner may know of, <laughs> then it becomes yeah. even even um you know even more painful. You know, and that 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 in itself may allow for certain behaviors, and we can go into things like domestic violence, etc. But it comes back to the point of the the disrespect that you may then feel as a result of behaviors, or the fact that she may not cook or do certain things. It all comes down full circle to it's toxic. It's not working for the relationship. Both parties, and and she has at that point feels that. In her mind, even though she may say it or not say it, like, wh- what's your story or who you feel you are? You know, and who, right. how you, you, who you feel you talking to me like that? And right. all of these other things. And then, in her mind, now that there's a term, toxic masculinity, red flag. Right. I, need to, I need to move away from that. Or we need space. We need time. All of these different things come up because of what we're using now as a term. But, it's, but, but it, it has... There is credibility to it. Yes, no. Joel, let me hear from you. I hear from you now. You know, I, um, I actually, my thinking now is that, you know, we have touched the issue of, like, relationship and toxic masculinity from that angle. But funny thing is I was thinking about, would you define toxic ma- masculinity as, let's say, like, back in the day, you might like something as a boy or a man or whatever, but because you feel it might not be Deem cool or masculine, hiding it now. Like a Barbie doll? 
not necessarily about <laughs> me. Not necessarily about me. But let's say, let's say, like I really like Queen the band. Right. Real, I find so Freddie. I? I find Freddie Gilkey is one of the baddest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's that's that. No, no that's that. so, that's but may not necessarily be Queen, but like let's say some. Somebody might fight it on for like an our boy George back in the day. Boy George? My boy George, I was Wait, a boy so George come on, fan. Come on, come on, Millian. Yeah, so, boy, so, so I, was wondering, I was wondering if like that could also be defined as like, let's say, toxic masculinity. You feeling as though you might want to hide some element or aspect of something that mm-hmm. you might like because it might feel others might say, and by others I mean your brethren. Mm-hmm. Might say, nah, us, you know, nah, nah, yeah, nah, yeah, you can't, you can't, you can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, Let, so, so I use the term like the queen and the boy, George, which yeah. we we might all say, mm-hmm. hey, respect them as artists. Yeah. Let's say I'm a, like a ballet. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So we're talking. Like ballet or want to be in ballet? <laughs> <laughs> the or both. All of the above. Both. Right. Okay, okay, okay. Both. Okay. Because, okay, so when 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 I was growing up, I really loved sport. Right, mm. so I I got into team sport from a young age and things. So football, cricket. I wasn't good at cricket, mm. but you know, playing cricket. But you could tell me join netball mm-hmm. because in my mind, you know, netball the way you all know how netball mm-hmm. is played. Right, so mm-hmm. you know, basketball you can shoot from anywhere. Yeah. Netball you had a kind of <laughs> <laughs> so so let's nothing say wrong. I mean, nothing wrong with yeah. that. You know, so I'm just saying, imagine if somebody that was their thing when it been playing netball or liking ballet, mm. you know, sit down, instead of sit down watching EPL, you sit down watching a ballet tournament and that's your mm. flick. But you're hiding it yeah. from your brethren because you know... It's like pink and blue, Joel. You know... Pink and blue. If, 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 your, if, if your son wants to get in there, it'll be a blue room or pink. You even see it when they have those reveal parties. Yeah. You know, it's... It, it, Joel, yeah. what you're saying, yeah, I love... First thing first, I love this conversation. Right. Mm. I love this conversation because most times when we hear the term toxic masculinity, we think about it in a male-female perspective. Right. Yes. But also, very importantly, mm-hmm. among men, you can have mm-hmm. quote-unquote toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. And one de- definition of what you're saying there is the inability to express yourself openly right. without negative judgment. Right? And... That's really important because even to your point about a man being sure of who he is, right? And if we don't allow boys, because men perpetuate that at times, yeah. boys perpetuate that, even women, yeah, yeah. right? Some might say, I don't want my son doing X, Y, Z. Doing that. As a man <laughs> or as a boy, you're not supposed to X, Y, Z, yeah. right? And just listening to everyone, one, it brings you back to the last episode where we spoke about a man being the rock. Right. Right among the ocean, and what we were saying, Ken, is that a man should be a rock, and the ocean, whether it is relationship, people, society, is always beating against you. And as a man, we need to stay firm and not crumble. If we, if we want to define maybe what is toxic masculinity, or maybe even the the the, uh, the opposite of it, is that a man or a boy should be able to to flourish. Right, and I'm using that word purposefully mm-hmm. now because yeah. we might use the word flourish usually with a man, but allow a man and a boy to be who he is to see because he like boy George, but so I'm going to why? Why I like boy George? Mm-hmm. Because it may be something very masculine or something necessary to society. Even boy George in himself, I don't know much about bo- the boy George, but anybody, it's okay. It's a safe space. It's okay. <laughs> a- anyone who has the fortitude. Yeah. To to be an artist, yeah. to sing, to to to, mm-hmm. to perform, to be a top performer, mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. that in itself to me is a masculine shade, mm-hmm. no matter what mm-hmm. you present. Right. Yes. So let me let me let me you make mention about ballet, right? right. Let's be honest now. If you if you have a son who looking at ballet and want to do ballet, you would have you would have questions. You would. Mm-hmm. You would have questions. Based on Come society, on. based on no, what we no, but just, just society, but that's not something mm-hmm. normally any any man would do. And I say I mean not painting anybody with a broad brush, but it's just it's just unusual. So let's not let's not sit around this table, gentlemen, mm-hmm. and and just say things politically correct. Because I hear in you and mm-hmm. I understand nothing is fundamentally wrong with it. Right? But but again, um what what Johan was saying is just a matter of why? Why you like mm-hmm. ballet? Yes. Why why you wanted to why you wanted to why you wanted to put your toe? Yeah, sir. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but but but, but like, you know, you'll have like the male right. you might have like the male chair, you know what I'm saying? Who, yeah, well, why? 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 Yeah. No, why? Why? Yeah, and we keep coming back the, as yeah. as um as Johansi mentioned, the key thing here that that's driving this entire conversation comes down to why. Yeah. Why? You know, why? if 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 your why is simply I have been to ballets, I've, you know, living in New York, I've been to you know the New York ballet and things, and I, I enjoy the experience. Right. But I take Ken's point. If my six year old came to me and said, Dad, I want to. I want to put on a, a, a tutu and I want to yeah. um, go and do ballet. I would have questions. Of course. You know, and I would want, I, my first thing would be, okay, well, it's not coming from the household. Um, it's, it, is it something he's watching on YouTube right. or any of these things that, and it's, again, it's nothing coming down to whether, you know, you start to go down the, 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 the thoughts of, of homosexuality or, or, or heterosexual. It's, my thing is he's six. Right. And what is he looking at that's influencing that, that, that interest, that interest, and that behavior? Mm-hmm. Now, if it's simply, he, is it that he's among a lot of female company? Is it that he is is simply likes to jump up and down and doesn't understand the very nature of then? That's so, right. so again, so we come down to the why. And if it's right. if it's that, then that's cool. Then I can identify to say, well, son, you know this this part of it, the the tutu or is, is called a tutu, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, because you know we now in colloquial terms yeah, that yeah. something different. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I would then have a conversation with him, but it, it, and it, it, it may not be, that's because yeah. of what he's seeing. He's associating that with he wants to jump up and down. Right. And then that becomes cool. And again, this does not come down to sexual preference because he's no, six. No, he's yeah, not even yeah. thinking about yeah, that yeah. yet. So yeah. I don't want to get him into that, that yeah. thought process until he's an adult. And then whatever he chooses to do, whether it's my liking or not, that's on him. I would always love him. But right? but, but then but then Robert, when if you're seeing that your your son is expressing that level of interest in that direction, you within yourself knowing that, of course, it's not coming from anywhere in the household, certainly not me. Mm. Uh, but you would try to to stay the narrative is like yeah. you wouldn't want that, right? Because because and I'm not. But I'm not saying that. Okay, I'm not saying I wouldn't want it. I'm coming back to Johannes' point of the why. So I wouldn't want him dressing that way, but his interest in Bali will not affect me that um, going forward because I now understand the why, Robert, which okay. is if if you if if you amongst your peers mm-hmm. say, "Where's son doing? Well, I'm just gonna drop my son to Bali." Right. Be, be honest with you, your, your son doing Bali. How how would you feel? Yeah. I mean, we we, to, we talking. We talking how I feel or what I do. No, well, because well, how I would well, how feel, would you feel and what you you will allow him to express. Mm-hmm. To express himself in terms of of um, ballerina boy, right? 
But you ask you me can't tell me that. You can't. But, but what's saying to what, Kenny, what you do? you're asking do? me two questions. You got to be specific. You said, how would I feel or what would I do? Both. Right? Both. So what I would said, I... I said, I'm taking C by the recite. What I would do is I would I would allow, <laughs> I would allow him. The why could be the line between toxic and not toxic. Right. Because let me use the example. Your son come, he say he want to join ballet, he want to wear a tutu. If you say, boy, don't think No, 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 no. He didn't say he want to wear a tutu. We, we go draw the line there. Right. Feeling, right. Feelings or not? Feelings or not? Feelings or not? He doesn't want to wear a tutu. Exactly. He want to join ballet, right? He want to join ballet. Your reaction is, boy, don't think, 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 and you start to get on. That's toxic. Right, right. But then if you ask why, and you understand, right? That's the difference between toxic or not. Even... Um, Ken's example. Let like me mm. see you go with your friends now. Uh, where are you going? Well, I go and drop my son to bed. I will feel no. away. No, yeah. it depends. No, it depends. Because how your friends not react mm. could be an example again of toxic masculinity. Of course. Yeah? Of and, course. And then if you're sure, if you're sure, because this way a man are coming, mm. you got to be sure of what you're doing. Right. Mm. If you're sure of the way, if, if after you talk to your son and you, you come to a conclusion that you're sure, mm. and then them. around even your men, even mm. your brethren, you ought to be able to stand up for it. Now, if you're unsure, and this is where sometimes... You want to say, you're saying the word sure and unsure. What I want to come, the point I'm trying to make with Ken, is that the issue, which could be another topic all, all again, is not... And I'm saying this to Joel, I'm saying this to you, Johan, saying to Ken, and to our listeners and, and, and viewers. The issue is not my feelings up, 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 upon my child. Right, the, or what my brethren think, or toxic masculinity at this point, because the issue here is past toxic masculinity. It's at six. You are not those thoughts and all the rest of it are not are not a factor. So I'm not going to do things to encourage or detract, which it depends on what it is, to stop him from doing something. Mm -hmm. So I'm saying to you that I will suppress my feelings to answer your question. Mm -hmm. Right, I will take. Mapong from a brethren's because yes, toxic masculinity, because we are adults, we've made decisions, whether it be heterosexual, homosexual, trisexual, all the rest of whatever sexual. I heard a new term this morning, hypersexual, right? <laughs> so in 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 speaking about those things, um, by the way, I'm sapiosexual, because we really want to know, right? <laughs> just to put it down there. Just in case you want to know, right? So, yeah, just note, Robert Dumas, okay, right? So my thing is, it's that E6, if it's a conversation at 18, and my son comes to me and says, maybe something similar to that, hey, Dad, you know, I don't want to go to college anymore. Where's your fun me to go to ballet school, Yeah. Right? It may be a different tango because at that point, it it is now alluding to Robert, maybe a preference. Robert, uh -huh. respectfully, it's too late. You you as a father, right? You have a responsibility to that young boy to to grow him up in the to way what? that to, to, to no no not for not, sexual preference no 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 not to his sexual preference. Mm. But of course, you you will have you have a level of influence on your boy, and I'm mm. just saying that. You, yes, you'll take your pong. You, 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 right, you just but said. But my pong is if, based if, on what, Ken? If, if, my if, pong is based on a straight person. He wants to wear a tutu. You say, nah, I ain't having that. So obviously, there, 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 there's a line. So if you, if you come nicely, uh -huh. say, so why, so son, why are you do nicely? You, you don't have to use your masculine tone. So son, why, why it is that you want right. to do, all right? And you see that he's getting deeper and deeper into it, and he's, 
he's more into it and but he's working that's around based the on house. A fear I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Preference. No, but but again, we're right, and you cannot we cannot have this discussion, and and you you cannot separate your desire because every every parent will have expectations. Mm. They shouldn't they shouldn't try to live their life through their children. They should allow them to be. Agreed. But if you're seeing your child. If you if you are charged the responsibility up to eighteen to steer mm. him in a direction, you personally. But who determines that direction? No, but who you, determines the you direction? Somewhat, you to guide them, to guide them, and I am saying. But to guide Robert, them, too. you cannot you cannot sit here mm. around this round table, all the people that are viewing and saying to me, mm. are you politically correct, and I know, and I you know I know but I feel that we are taking wrong, and, and and I will just allow. No, you will you will feel over a period of time. I would, of course, this is a made-up scenario, but I am mm. saying over a period of time, mm. when when you see the interest is more and more, and he, he's shopping for tutu, right? But you're and, assuming and all that. You're <laughs> right? assuming that you, I have you an are, issue. You see this? You see this, this? Right. No, no tutu in this house. <laughs> but, but you're assuming that being well, a man, right, no, I, I want to qualify. No, we need to qualify <laughs> no, because just, people tend to get away with certain things, right? And not Ken in particular, but I'm talking about we know cancel culture and viewers and right. how people immediately hear something. And at some point, they may even switch this off and not hear the point, right? right. So I just want to come back just right. to clarify. And of right. course, Johan, say I welcome um, your clarification and being an ombudsman in this conversation <laughs> with these boys. Yeah. So I'm saying to you that the, the assumption is, is that. I at that, at that point, and we talk about maybe going into the Gen X and the other the other generations um, later on, is that when we hear things that I, I identify as a, right? To 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 us on this table at this moment, I'm making a broad, I'm painting us with a broad brush. That's a bit ridiculous when it we is. hear those things, right? It is. However, maybe two generations down, that's going to be common. It's going to be common speak, and therefore, I'm saying to you that in my upbringing now. If I wanted to wear, uh, if I want to be a ballet dancer, if I want to be a ballet ballerina like Joel, or listen to boy George, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, you know. Oh, I had these inhibitions. My thing is, my grandfather, yeah. I'd have, I'd have got tap around my head because the older generation at that point, they, they, they're not they're not understanding of that behavior. Less tolerant. So I'm so I'm uh, less tolerant. So I'm saying because I'm a millennial, which I'm not a millennial, a gen, a gen, what's it called, a gen Z, I, I can't keep up having it, right? I get lost, right? <laughs> so a gen Z, we are a crossover between understanding, say, a rotary phone and now knowing a mobile phone. So the old, the lack of technology, now technology. So I'm in between. And I'm saying to you that my child is seeing, doing that. Of course, I am a heterosexual male. Right. So if I see those things happening, I want my son to be a heterosexual male, right? Right. right. I whether whether I'm chastised for that matters not. It's my child, right? So therefore, that's what I would want for my child, right? So I'm saying to you that, but if it's another male or another person, right, and they couldn't care less, right? You you may not have that that thinking. You may not care what your boys think because your boys are also coming from a heterosexual background that they look and say, boy, how are you sending your son to ball um, ballerina school, mm -hmm. um, ballet school? But I have I have other friends who would be like, boy, big up yourself, right. good be on the, you. Be the best ballet right. dancer. Be the best ballet dancer it could right. be. And nothing is wrong in that. That's what I'm saying. So it comes from, we, we are, you're, making, you're making a, be it valid or not, you're making an assumption that I have no issues with 
my my son should, I'm just going based on the before age. before before you before now before you going back correct one one point right interject and 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 your preference should not be defined as well your toxic masculinity because you want to stay or you have a desire for your child to go in a particular or your son to go in a a particular direction. Now, people may if you if you feel that certain way, people might say, "Well, well, you know, you're selfish. That's toxic, Robert. You know, feel to feel that way." Agreed. And, and we're going back to the point in terms of, and that's why I want us to clearly define in our discussion. Mm. Hopefully, by the end of our discourse, we would clearly define what is toxic masculinity as as and, and that's a, that's one aspect of it. You know, you know answer. All right. The, all right, let me, let me clear the energy. Right? <laughs> the energy is great. <laughs> the energy is great. It's conversation. It's not an opinion. Yeah. I'm going to throw something out. Is that it's very possible that all of us, and I make a blanket statement, all of us men, talking about men, have some trait of toxic masculinity in us mm-hmm. that may be of unconscious. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Because okay. even listening to both of you, and then I put myself in a situation, okay, if my son come, et cetera, et cetera, and ask for Bali. And then I even thought, if a client comes and mm-hmm. say that, and I realize for myself, and I'm being honest, I have a, had a different, this me coming up with this scenario here in mm-hmm. my head, I have a different emotional response to it. And then now I started to ask myself, why? Why? God is talking so long, I had time to give it. <laughs> right, now, right, why? Right, yeah, 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 yeah. So much why, why not? Yeah, yeah. Oh, come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so, a podcast. Why, <laughs> why am I thinking this way? Why? And yeah. I started going back. And realizing that I myself have some, had a, have a trait of intolerance or a perception of that passed down from my grand, mm-hmm. grandmother, my grandfather, people around me, etc., etc. So, is it that, that you want us to define, just define toxic masculinity, a, a searching face, that one word or that one mm-hmm. statement that could be it? Thus far, what I'm getting is intolerance. Mm-hmm. Intolerance. And mm-hmm. or if you want to go inflexibility, because I, man, okay, I want this this yeah. way and it has um, to be this I way. Like, I don't really I like care, care about Let me give you one more word. I like the inflexibility. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let I me like give you one more word. Judgment. Because you mm-hmm. see, your first thing with Ken and I have in a discourse, mm-hmm. but we are brothers, is you said, let me clear the energy. Yeah. But Ken's energy and my energy was positive. Yeah. We were just, we were just told, but because we so passionate, we're passionate. Two lions, and, two and, and the depth of our voice and so on. Yeah. The perception was like, immediately rah. that we rah, <laughs> we are we going at each other, like you know, we having a disagreement, but it wasn't it was nah, positive so. conversation. And what you did there is exactly what people on the outside do. Females, etc. When you when you come with that passion, passion is then perceived as yeah. Toxic yeah, mas- masculinity. Yeah, it, it, it wasn't. So, it, it wouldn't so, reach your point where I take up the mic and I. Yeah, we're yeah. laughing. So let me now I, I don't have my phone. <laughs> <on my own. laughs> because Robert, your your judgment of my judgment is incorrect. Right. I didn't think you were like that. Okay, okay. okay. No, but no, but this, no, but this good. No, but this good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because, because here it is. I could have asked me. Yeah. I could have said, why are you going at it like this without a judgment? Right. You could have asked, why you ask that question yeah. without judgment? Right. And, and that in itself is the crux of it. Right. Because all of us must have judgment first. Right. You know, sometimes people say, well, I don't want nobody judgment. That's incorrect. Mm-hmm. Pe- we will judge people and be judged all the time because of mm-hmm. our principles, how we grow up, socialization, etc. Right. Now, the key is now, with that judgment, you accept it. This is who I am. And the judgment may not be relevant to all situations. So when you can ask yourself, why? 
Why mm-hmm. I grew up with, again, let me say, my mother cooking X, Y, Z, right? This is what I grew up with. This is my perception of what a woman is. But now I'm in a different situation. I'm a different person. Why do I want this? Instead of, of, of imposing it, instead of just judging, mm-hmm. right? And thinking my judgment is gospel because that in itself could be toxic. Yeah. 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 You know, just this one. Honestly, like the last episode, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like there's a point where something stands out. Mm-hmm. And for me, this episode is that flexibility. And why? Yeah. yeah, because yeah. as you rightfully say, you answer, ladder inference, um, life, life. We all have these things that we come into. We mm-hmm. because of my life, you know, I'll be thinking a certain way. And somebody else might be thinking differently. But it's how you approach that. Yeah. And that lack of flexibility is what I believe narrows down to toxic masculinity yeah. because you're not willing to at least understand right, where you're coming from yeah. and you just put on your stick yeah. and, not, and not changing because as we're, as we're talking and, and it kind of we kind of went around the bush with, with the with the ballet right, right. when I grew up when I was growing up I was growing up by the time and boom bye bye mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. kind of thing mm-hmm. you know and my wife could probably attest it how I was growing up and my my inflexibility to certain things, mm-hmm. you know, has changed because you realize. You just say fire burn them. You just say fire burn. Fire burn them. But now you realize what? <laughs> yes, yeah, If you had a fire burn, this, this all of you had a burn. It's a gunshot. For me personally, yeah. you know, like th- that is. So that's why, I like the the flexibility or or um, using the inflexibility as the gauge for being toxic, because you're all we are all presented with different data. On yeah. a daily basis, mm-hmm. we all presented with different ways of thinking and different reasons why we do things, you know. So yeah, that, that's the that's the standout to me to me, and I really appreciate. Yeah. appreciate so I, I I want to come to the point that of course we is is our podcast. We could go on forever, right? Um, but I always like to bring a close to it when we find that nugget, right? That nugget in the conversation based on the subject matter of today, which was based on toxic masculinity. The, the nugget here today is, as Johan say, put it in context, which is why we always appreciate you being here, is simply why. The, the, it doesn't matter the scenario, the question. We can go f- do a deeper dive as we go along in more episodes of Manhood, mm-hmm. which is into domestic violence, yeah. mm-hmm. which is a very big one. And the why behind a lot of that, that can stem from this toxic masculinity, mm-hmm. the masculine energy, which comes from our partner or persons in our environment to make us feel a certain way or emasculated, right? Those are all things that we certainly want to discuss. So today's nugget, why? Intolerance, inflexibility. Um, I just want to go around once again, you know, some of your, some maybe some of your other takeaways from today's discussion. Um, our next topic will certainly be based on masculine energy. Another big one, um, Joel. Um, well, first of all, Ken, I really appreciated your discourse here. Um, I think you added, I elemented. You know, it was good. It was good. It was good. Yeah, man. Because thanks, thanks, yeah, because one of the things one of the things I when I was having this discussion with Robert is that I don't want this conversation just to be us pretending. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I think that we'll be doing ourselves a disservice. We'll be doing a young man looking mm-hmm. only the service. Yeah. Or anybody else looking on at the service, if we if we do try to be genuine and try mm-hmm. to yeah. have like real conversations. We're not trying, being genuine. Yeah. Being genuine, correct. You know? yeah. So so 
I really appreciate that. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I enjoyed this this yes. uh, this episode. I say what really stood out to me is that being able to understand why something is being done, and if even after understanding why, you're not willing to to at least say, All right, I understand where you're coming from. Mm -hmm. Let me try to. I think that 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 is my takeaway. You know that that being tolerant, being flexible, mm -hmm. and approaching things, understanding why people do things as it is. And why we even for ourselves yeah. might be doing things the, as it's the way we are, yeah. yeah. Um, even if you understand why, it doesn't mean you have to like it, you know. You exactly. could understand and give yeah. somebody exactly. space. Exactly. So so it's not a case of you now sacrificing who you are. Right. Right? And that could be the a good differentiation between toxic is that I understand why, but I don't mean I impose it. I don't like it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But so but I'm able to exist in the same space as you with tolerance, with flexibility. And also a takeaway is that this can I appreciate you being here, and I'm gonna tell you why. It it highlights the importance of men meeting, of men just talking with each other, mm -hmm. different kind of men, different ages of men. Yeah. Because none of us perfect. And what you know, Ken, I don't know. And what yeah. I know, you don't know. Sure, sure. So we sharpen each other. Yeah. Right? And even that to define that toxic masculinity, because notice we had to hear. Yeah from each other. We have to be honest mm -hmm. with each other. And then I pull a little bit, Robert pull a little bit, mm -hmm. Ken pull a little bit, Joel pull a little bit, and then we leave with something positive. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. presses man, your hands. Yeah. So thanks, thanks, Alvin. This, uh, it, was, it wasn't planned, right? but uh, you know, I appreciate the space and the opportunity to dialogue. I was, I was telling your hands is that I love to be in the company with with men who have different ideas and views and philosophies. Because as the saying goes, iron sharpened iron. Right? Mm -hmm. and, and for me, the whole discourse, of course, we mentioned why inflexibility, it's all about knowing thyself. And I want, I want a quote from, from Shakespeare. He says, to thine own self be true, and you shall not be false to any man. Mm -hmm. And I think a lack of, of knowing yourself um, causes us to 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 inflict knowingly or sometimes unknowingly harm to another. Yes. And and it's important for us at any stage on any level. <clears throat> As a boy, the responsibility is for the parents to facilitate to help the young man know himself. Let me guide you. Let me let me guide you and steer mm -hmm. you to know yourself. I'm not trying for, for you to be me. Because I know you were born with your own identity and, mm -hmm. and, and there's a purpose yes. that God has for your life. So, so my job is, is a caretaker to guide you accordingly. And let me do that to the best of my mm -hmm. ability. Right? And sometimes it's hard as a parent to take out our personal wants and desires, especially mm -hmm. if we felt that we, we wasted our, our youth mm -hmm. and we want to live our life through our children. Mm -hmm. So the takeaway out of this in relation to toxic masculinity is... Is to know thyself, and and once once you know yourself and be and, and hopefully that you, you know in knowing yourself you're going to be honest with yourself, it it will cause you to want to be better, because mm -hmm. we can't make anybody change by just looking at this podcast, out of this conversation something probably would have been said to cause you to say hey you know what I really need to check myself I'm causing harm to yeah. the people who are claimed to love. Mm -hmm. And hopefully that would have sparked into you to make a change wherever that you're viewing. And I'm hoping that that in the long run, this would be the, the catalyst, you know, for change. 
So the, the key takeaway is that in order for us not to impose our will and our judgments and cause harm to another human being is to know thyself. Why? And, and, and allow us to be a little more flexible and understanding. I appreciate, appreciate you, Ken. Yeah. Appreciate you being here with us. Yeah. Um, it's serendipitous that I managed to grab you and say, hey, give me a moment, <laughs> take a seat. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, uh, I know Blaze is back with us next week, yeah, but of yeah, course, bigger, bigger Blaze. Yeah. But of course, feel um, feel free to, to to drop in anytime. Your your thoughts, your comments, your provocations. Um, in in again, provocation is not always a negative yeah, thing. Correct, right. correct. You know, um, it's it's something that, that that stirs things up. And as you said, to to, to get us out of maybe what may be perceived as political correctness, of which it wasn't. It was genuine, mm-hmm. but 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 the perception is and perception is fact in most people's. Um, eyes interpretations so to jolt us and to give us an, another level was certainly appreciated on the, in the forum here today um and i and i wanted just to to speak a, a little bit about that why and we all touched on it in, in in some in some form or fashion that even though you may understand the why through that introspection as you also mentioned johansi it doesn't mean you're going to be comfortable with it mm-hmm. but knowing thyself mm-hmm. knowing that I, I, I take that I'm not comfortable with this. What, what am I comfortable with? Because people end up being in relationships that have become toxic unities. <laughs> and they thrive in that environment. And thriving in that v- environment can only make an acidic. I don't know if it's thriving, but it's functioning. Toxic functionality, which is, a, again, there's so many other topics that can yeah. come from this. But the point that we certainly want to leave you are listeners with our viewers um, in this podcast is toxic masculinity whether we look at toxic relationships or toxic masculinity is there toxic femininity um it's a that that's a topic for probably an, another point mm-hmm. it's still toxic toxic meaning it's not good it's it's not good for the woman it's not good for the male or the, or the male company rather the man himself um and in knowing thyself who wants to be in a toxic environment so to ask yourself the why, ask yourself what you're willing to be part and parcel of, and why, whether it be societal influences, upbringing, your present circumstances, something that you're not doing, insecurities, imperfections, whatever that why is, or the reason that you're not comfortable after finding out the why, is something that you know we hope during manhood to have further discussion on. Um, at, at some point, I will hopefully we'll welcome maybe callers, some yeah. live comments yeah, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. coming through with regards to that. And really just determining, as I, I love how you ended that, you know, determining, knowing thyself. So thank you once again, Joel, Johansi, Ken, always a pleasure. Yeah. Next episode, Masculine Energy. Big that, one. Big one. Yeah, that's a, that's big a big one. one. Big thank one. you.